Good morning, Idaho. I hope you're having a wonderful afternoon and or evening, depending on when you're listening to this. Welcome to the Local Yokel Podcast, where we talk about what is going on in the wonderful state of Idaho. Thank you for tuning in. This is the, obviously, first episode of the podcast. I know it's probably going to be a little rough, but I was like, well, might as well start it and get uh, boots on the ground here. There'll probably be a lot of changes over the weeks as I kind of perfect and figure out this system because this, sadly, is not my full-time job. I hope in the future it can be that. Um, So with that comes changes to kind of streamline it and expectations. I might end up biting off more than I can chew some weeks and then realizing that and then needing to readjust and stuff. And with that, if you guys could give me uh, feedback, that is really greatly appreciated to get from you guys right now because it helps me know, you know, if it's something you enjoy um, or, or if there's parts of it that need some extra uh, attention and stuff to improve and also to share the podcast, get it around so people start listening to it and more and more people can enjoy it and hear about all the wonderful stuff in this state. The general format of the podcast is that the first half is kind of like just interesting things to start off your morning, uh, events, national events, holidays, stuff in history. I thought it'd be fun to have that as the first half, get a little bit of education and interesting things in the first half. Then after that, it gets into like events and stuff. And then that gets broken down into like each major city. I wish I could cover every town and city in the state, but I kind of had to end up landing on like population stuff. I know this is not the finished list because that's something I realized after the halfway through the week that I had too many um, towns and cities that I wanted to cover that I just didn't have the time for. I slimmed them down. We'll try next week with that slim down type of streamlined um, lineup of events and stuff or uh, cities, but we'll s- it'll be interesting to see um, if that's it or if I need to slim it down more to make it more efficient because I need to kind of get this at a point where if I do, you know, two hours in the morning, I can finish it up and be uh, done with it and everything else because I have work and I have other stuff that I need to do because this is not my full-time job. And then we get into the last section, which is news. Um, News is I just have a couple articles. I wish I could cover everything, but I just kind of go through and say, okay, what time do I have left? And then I pick like the major top uh, uh, news articles that I thought would be interesting and stuff. And then kind of go through those and give you guys a general overview of stuff. I might end up doing, there's a little bit of commentary in there and I might do some more in depth. I'm not sure yet if that'll be standard, if I want to have a full script for it and make it kind of like quick and simple news or if it needs to be a little bit more like a commentary interesting like I'm reading the article and finding it out with you guys I've just kind of lined them up I'm not sure yet that's where I think you guys sending some feedback would be amazing but with that said um oh I did forget um there's a part of the podcast um that is planned to be ad but is not in there yet and that involves politics they are their own beast and their own time frame to do the research necessary for that. So right now I'm focusing on the other two categories, uh, two, three categories, um, because I just need to streamline those. Once those have been simplified and I can get those done really efficiently and quickly and I get a little bit of a process, I'm hoping to be able to add politics into here, kind of covering um, 
what uh, is happening locally in the state with, you know, representatives from each kind of county and stuff, and then what our representatives are doing at the federal level. But as it stands right now, um, with the amount of time I have, I can't quite dedicate that. So I'm just focusing on the biggish, big stuff right now and trying to streamline that. Um, hopefully, either with more support that would allow me to do this more full time, I'll be able to dedicate the time and energy to doing that. Or hopefully with streamlining, I'm praying, I can get to those topics. So with that said, let's get into the podcast. Thank you for listening to my kind of little bit of a ramble here in the morning. And uh, let's get into the main bulk of the podcast. First off, we have today, which is Monday. Uh, Monday for national events, we have National Pasta Day today and National Boss Day. National Pasta Day, know what to do with that. Maybe a little Italian, maybe something. As for Boss Day, I'll leave that up to you, but do it respectfully. Then coming into history today in 1958, Elizabeth I, age 25, ascended to the English throne upon the death of her half-sister queen, quote, Bloody Mary. Also in 18... Exactly just 18, there's nothing else. Congress held its first session in Washington, D.C. in the incomplete Capitol building. In 1831, Ecuador and Venezuela separated from Greater Colombia. In 1855, David Livingston became the first European to see Victoria Falls. In 1869, the Suez Canal in Egypt opened, linking the Mediterranean Red Sea. And lastly, in 1970, Douglas L. Bart, I'm butchering that, E-N-G-E-L-B-A-R-T, received the patent for the first computer mouse. Then that brings us to Tuesday the 8th, which is National Pharmacy Technician Day for all those wonderful people back there filling uh, prescriptions. As for history, in 1869, the U.S. purchased Alaska for $7.2 million from Russia. In 1931, American gangster Al Capone was convicted of tax evasion. And in 1962, James Watson, uh, Francis Crick, and Maurice Wilkins won the Nobel Peace Prize for Medicine for their work on DNA structures. Then on to Wednesday, which is National uh, Local Chamber of Commerce Day and Medical Assistance Day. As for history, in 1781, British forces under the control of Charles Cornwallis signed the terms of surrender to George Washington and John Baptiste, a French general, at Yorktown at 2 p.m., ending the Revolutionary War. In 1943, the first antibiotic remedy for tuberculosis was isolated by a researcher at Rutgers University in New Jersey. And in 1987, Black Monday happened. Then moving on to Thursday, which has no major national days or events and stuff. Then we move on to history. 1097, the first Crusaders arrived in Antioch. In 1803, the U.S. Senate ratified the Louisiana Purchase. In 1944, the U.S. Sixth Army, under the leadership of General Douglas MacArthur, returned to the Philippines. In 1964, President Herbert Hoover died at the age of 90. And in 1973, Queen Elizabeth II opened the Sydney Opera House. In 2020, the U.S. Justice Department sued Google for illegal monopoly over search and advertisement. And lastly, Thursday is Kamala Harris's birthday. She will be turning 57. Then on to Friday, which is National Monogram Day. Then, uh, history-wise, in 1805, the Battle of Trafalgar, where Admiral Nelson defeated the French and British fleets, but was killed in battle. 
1944, U.S. troops captured Anak. I think A-A-C-H-E-N. It's German. Forgive me. Um, it was the first large German city to fall during World War II. In 1948, the UN rejected Russia's proposal to destroy atomic weapons. In 1950, China's forces occupied Tibet. And lastly, this Friday is Carrie was keyword was Carrie Fisher's birthday and is Kim Kardashian's 41st birthday. Moving on to Saturday, which is National Color Day and National Nut Day. As for history, in 1879, Thomas Edison perfected the cotton light bulb filament. In 1962, U.S. President John F. Kennedy addressed the nation about the Russian missiles in Cuba and imposed a naval blockade around it. It started the beginning of the Cuban Missile Crisis. Also, as for birthdays, Jeff Goldblum's birthday is this Saturday. He is turning 69. Lastly, we come to Sunday, which is National Boston Cream Pie Day and National Mother-in-Law's Day. As for history, in 42 BC, the Roman Republic fell into civil war between Mark Anthony, uh, Octavian versus Brutus. And also in 1941, Walt Disney animated films uh, released Dumbo. And then in 1942, U.S. forces launched a major offensive at El Lamain in Egypt. In 1981, the U.S. national debt hit $1 trillion. And lastly, Weird Al's 42nd birthday is this Sunday as well. So maybe put on a few of his uh, interesting songs. And that closes us out for the interesting events, history, and uh, national days. Next up, upcoming events. First city of the day here we have is Boise. There is a zoning code rewrite committee meeting this Monday at 6 p.m. at Borahai High School. Then Tuesday, we have a senior health and safety fair for those over the age of 55. They will have local service providers there and some stuff to give away. It will ha be happening at 10.30 a.m. at Dick Ellender's Senior Center. Also on Tuesday, there are two city council meetings. One is a work session, which starts at 3.30 p.m. at Boise City Hall on the third floor. And the second is a standard city council meeting starting at 6 p.m. and is also located at Boise City Hall on the third floor. Both of these meetings can be watched over YouTube live stream or participated through a Zoom call. Then on Wednesday, there is a meeting for the Boise District Commission where they will be deciding the district map for the city council election. This will be live streamed as well, and it starts at 5.30 p.m. at City Hall on the third floor. Then Thursday, which is pretty simple, there's nothing. The Parks and Recreation Committee meeting is canceled for this day, so if you were planning on going, don't. Then jumping to next Monday, the Historical Preservation Commission is having a meeting at 5 p.m. at Boise City Hall. This will also be available virtually. For more of the information about anything that was talked about above, go to the Boise City website or to the description below for links. Meridian. There is a winter health workshop which is happening Wednesday at 7 p.m. at 2145 East Fairview Avenue. They will be going over how to keep the immune system up and get ready for the flu season. Then the following day, Thursday at 4 p.m., there is an anti-drug coalition meeting at the Meridian Police Department Media Room. For more information on that meeting, go to the Meridian City website or www.meridianmadc.org to find more information. 
Red Ribbon Week starts this Sunday, October 23rd, as a week to bring awareness to keeping kids drug-free. It is being spearheaded by MADC this year, and they will be meeting at the Meridian Capitol Building this week, but I do not know what date that will be. Make a phone call to them. Lastly, there is going to be a C4 Sales uh, Accelerator Workshop in Meridian at 10 a.m. on Tuesday, October the 25th. It is free to attend and is going to be at the Ruggis Business Center at the Village. The workshop is aimed at, quote, entrepreneurs and small business owners who want to experience a serious boost in their sales. For pre-registry, send an email to capital B-G-A-N-G-E-L 37s at gmail.com. For more information about any of the things talked about above, go to the Meridian City website or to the link below in the description. Nampa. First off, the Design and Review Committee is meeting the today at 12.30 p.m. at the City Council Chambers, located at 4113rd Street South. Also happening today is a regular City Council meeting. This is happening at 5.30 p.m., assuming it's at City Hall because they do not provide a location on the calendar event. Then on Thursday, there is a, another uh, City Council meeting, but it is a special one. It is from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m., also doesn't have the location. Finally, next Tuesday, the 25th, there is a Planning and Zoning Commission meeting at 6 p.m. Also, they did not provide the location. On Saturday at 4.30 p.m., there is a SpongeBob musical happening at the Nampa Civic Center. Admission is free, and there will be food trucks, games, and activities to do. For more info, you can go to the Meridian City Calendar or call 208-468-2385 for any questions you may have for any information about talked about above, go to the Nampa City website or to the link in the description below. Starting in Caldwell this Monday at 10:30 a.m., there is a baby story time, which is happening, which happens every Monday. They will be reading stories, singing songs, and playing games. It is aimed at ages zero to two. It is free, and the program is going to be happening at the Caldwell Public Library. Then next Tuesday at 10.30 also, there is a bilingual story time for ages between two to six at Caldwell Public Library. This appears to happen every Tuesday. Once then, there is going to be a quarterly golf board meeting at 8 a.m. at the Purple Sage Course. On Wednesday as well, there is a music and movement at the Caldwell Library ages two to six. It starts at 10.30 a.m. and they will be going through different music, dances, and rhythms concepts for kids. Later in the day Wednesday, there is going to be an after-school fun class happening on aerospace. It will also be at the Caldwell Library and starting at 3.30 p.m. Lastly, on Wednesday at 5.30 p.m., there is a Mayor's Youth Advisory Council meeting. Mayor Wagner, forgive me if I have that wrong, will be attending the meeting, which is open to the public. They will be bringing local issues to the mayor and working through them. Thursday, there is going to be a toddler story time at the Caldwell Public Library at 10.30 a.m. There is also going to be a teen craft night event at the Caldwell Library at 4.30 p.m. There is a city council meeting Thursday as well at CPD Community Room located at 11 South 5th Avenue. It will start at 6 p.m. and go till 9 p.m. Lastly, for Thursday, there is going to be a book club meeting at the Caldwell Library at 6.30 p.m. To get more info, call 208-459-3242. Now we come to Friday. There is going to be a holiday bazaar starting at 1 p.m. and ending at 2 p.m. It is going to be at the Pleasant Ridge Grand Grange Hall. My bad. Ridge Grange Hall. There we go. Also Friday, the Coldwell Public Library is having a book sale. It starts Friday and ends Saturday evening. 
The Cherry Farms has its pumpkin patch corn maze open. It started September 16th, but is still going to be open until October 29th. It is over on Chicken Dinner Road. Granted, they are closed Sunday. If you want more information, go to cherryhillfarms, all one word, dot com and all lowercase for more information. For information about any of the things talked about above, go to the Coldwell website or the link in the description. Eagles, starting off the week, this Monday at 6 p.m., there is a Planning and Zoning Commission meeting. It is going to be at the Council Chambers at 660 East Civic Lane. There's also going to be two public public two public hearings this Monday. First is going to start at 6 p.m. at the council chambers and is going to be with the zoning and commission on the topic of quote an ordinance of the city city of Eagle, Ada County, Idaho, attending Title Eight zoning, Chapter Seven zoning, administration and enforcement. The second hearing is going to be at 6 p.m. at the council chambers. I assume this is going to be done at the same meeting. On the topic of Carp Ranch subdivision project to take up 36.18 acre site, 500 feet west of the intersection of North Cove and Colney Way and West Float Feather Road. On Tuesday, there seems to be an Eagle Urban Renewal Agency meeting. It is planned to happen from 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. at the City Council Chambers. On Wednesday, there is going to be a coffee with the mayor. It is going to be at the Community Hall located at 660 East Civic Lane. It will start at 9 a.m. It will be a talk with the mayor to get info and give feedback about Eagle. Also on Wednesday, there is an Eagle Library board meeting at 6 p.m. at the Council Chambers. Then the next day, Thursday, there is a park Pathways Recreation and Commission meeting at 5.30 p.m. at the Council Chambers. For those things coming up, well, coming up. Next Tuesday, the 25th, there is going to be a City Council meeting at 5.30 at the City Hall. Also, three public hearings at 6 p.m. on uh, Valola, Viola Water, Inc. M-O-L-I-N-A-R-I Park Development LOC and Spring Valley Phase 1 Subdivision for information on those next week. And if you don't want to wait, you can go to the Eagle website to look all that stuff up or look at the link down in the description. Next up is CUNA. This Thursday, there's going to be a City Council meeting at 6 p.m. at City Hall. Then we jump to Thursday where there's going to be a CUNA Chamber of Commerce luncheon from 11.45 a.m. to 1 p.m. They did not provide the location, so if you're interested, I would hit them up on that one. I sent them an email. They have not got back to me. As for things coming up, there is a CUNA Planning and Zoning Commission meeting next Tuesday, the 25th, at 6 p.m. at the CUNY City Hall. For any more information about what was talked about above, go to the CUNA website or to the link in the description. Marsing, just one thing this week. Thursday, there is a free community movie night at 7 p.m. at the Legion Hall right next to City Hall. For more information about what I just talked about, you can go to their website or the city website or uh, look at the link in the description down there below. Star, starting off the week today, Tuesday, there is a Star Parks Art and Beautification Committee meeting. It is happening at 6.30 p.m. at Star City Hall. Also, Monday is an activity committee, committee meeting, which will be at 6.30 p.m. at Star Hall. 
Next Tuesday, there is a city council meeting. It starts at 7 p.m. As for where, I'm not sure because the website does not specify where it at, but I assume it is at City Hall. Now for the fun one, there is a dance called Tai and Tiaras, a dad and daughter's dance happening this Saturday from 6 p.m. to 10 p.m. at the Star Community Barn. Tickets are $40 per couple and $10 for each additional child. If you're interested, go to Star Idaho. I'm just going to spell it out. S-T-A-R-I-D-A-H-O-R-E-C dot com or call 208-286-7247 for more info. For any of the stuff I talked about above, and if I was confusing, you can go to the Star website and check the link in the description. Emmett, on Tuesday there is a health and wellness dinner from 3 p.m. to 6.30 p.m. for Emmett Valley at the Emmett Valley Friendship Coalition building. There will be free uh, cardiovascular screenings, cancer education, and referrals should be there. That's according to their stuff. Then on Wednesday, there is going to be a Eat Smart, Move More event at 1 p.m. Quote, participants will learn about nutrients, preparing healthy meals, and physical activities. It will be at St. Mary's uh, Escapalian Church to register. Call 208-365-7197. Then the next day, Thursday, EHS Wrestling Haunted House kicks off. It starts at or it starts October 20, 23rd from 6 p.m. to 10 p.m., then October 27th to 31st for the same times, and then lastly, October 31st from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. Lastly, next Tuesday, there is a Midvale mingling happening from 12 to 1 p.m. It will be at the Idaho Pizza Company. It is aimed to network with business businesses and building friendships. They will be talking about the Facebook algorithm. For more information about the stuff I talked about above, go to the Emmett City website or the link in the description. Cascade. This coming Friday, there is a swing dance class from 6 to 8 p.m. It is free for all ages to attend. It will be happening at the Valley Club building. It will be on country and line dancing. If you have any questions, call Steve at 208-861-8486. Also, there is going to be a bingo game at the Senior Center this Friday. It starts at 6 p.m. and goes till 10 p.m. For any of the info I just talked about above, you can go to the Cascade City website or the link in the description that we'll send you there. As for McCall, there are no city meetings, but first off, from Tuesday at 10 a.m. till 11 a.m., there is going to be a writer club meeting at the McCall Public Library. Later in the day, Tuesday, there is a weekly Tuesday tech event. It starts at 3.30 p.m. and goes until 5.30 p.m. It will be at the McCall Public Library and is dedicated time for 3D printing and for playing games while you wait for the Praetors to finish. Wednesday, there is the McCall Farmer's Market. It happens every Wednesday and Saturday from 11 to 1 p.m. and is located at Pine Street and Lenore Street, L-E-N-O-R-A. Also on Wednesday, there is a premiere event from the McCall Live Film at the Ponderosa Center at 6 p.m. Friday, there is an after-school class at the public McCall Public Library from 3.30 to 4.30 p.m. Lastly, next Monday, the 24th, there is a mini drama meeting at 409 South 3rd Street. For more information about what I talked about above, or if I messed some of it up, you can go to the McCall City website and, or go down to the link in the description that will direct you there. Idaho Falls. First off, Saturday, the Aquatic Center will be closed this year. 
then next Monday, the 24th, there is a city council meeting from 3 p.m. to 6 p.m. at the city council chambers. In other things, Idaho Falls Zoo has something coming up this week. There is a boo at the zoo starting Thursday and ending Saturday. It goes from 5 to 8.30 p.m. Also, the zoo will be lit up from the 24th to the 25th for Halloween. As they say, quote, enjoy the beautiful Halloween decorations without the crowds. For more information about what I talked about, go to the Idaho Falls City website for uh, more details or check the link in the description that will direct you there. Pocatello, starting off, there will be three meetings Tuesday. The first is a CDBG advisory committee meeting at the council chamber starting at noon until 1 p.m. Then there will be a site planning review from 1 to 1.30 p.m. to 3.30 3. I'm messing up. 3 p.m. There will be... That will be at uh, 911 North 7th Avenue. Lastly, there is a library board meeting at 4 p.m. It will be at the Marshall Public Library. Next day, Wednesday, we have more meetings. First one is a House Alliance and Community Partnership meeting. It starts at 11 a.m. at the Kristen Courthouse. After that, there is a Pocatello Development Authority meeting at 11 a.m. at the Council Chambers. Lastly, there's the Historical Preservation Commission meeting at the Council Chambers going from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. Thursday, there is a City Council Liaison slash Work Session Clarification meeting. It will be from 2 p.m. till 5, then another Council meeting. This one is a Clarification meeting. It starts at 5.30 p.m. and goes until 6 p.m. And lastly, there will be a normal City Council meeting at 6 p.m. All of these are at the City Council Chambers. Next Monday, there is a Pocatello Mayor's at youth advisory council meeting it starts at 3 15 p.m and is going to be at the uh council chambers for more information about what i talked about above and to maybe correct where i uh swap some words around go to the pocotello city website for more information or to the link below that will redirect you there lewiston there are no city council meetings a lot of fun things happening in Lewiston this week, though. First off today, Monday, there is a Mystery Movie Monday. They will be going through the Hitchcock series. It starts at 2 p.m. and goes till 4 p.m. It's going to be at the Lewiston Library. Next Tuesday, there is a Junior Master Gardener Learning Lab. It starts at 2 p.m. at the Lewiston Library. Granted, you will need to register for this class. You can do that at the Lewiston City website or at the library's website, city or library, whichever. Also on Tuesday, there is a Teen Tuesday night. It starts at 4 p.m. and goes till 6 p.m. at the Lewiston Public Library. They will be playing games and some video games look like some Switch games. Then you can jump to... Then we jump to Thursday. There is an art class happening. It starts at 2 p.m. at the Lewiston Library. Granted, you will need to register for this class. You can do that at the Lewiston City website or at the library website. Also on Thursday, there is a board game night at 5 p.m. at the library. Saturday, there is a vintage handcraft embroidery class. It starts p 2 p.m. at the Lewiston Library. Granted, you'll need to register for this class. As I said previously, you can do that at the city website or at the library's website. For more information about any of the things I talked about above, go to the Lewiston City website or the link in the description that will hopefully redirect you there. Moscow, Idaho. Just two fun things coming up this week in Moscow. There is a pilot cook demo lesson happening this coming Thursday at 5.30 p.m. 
It will be at the Mary Hall Nicholas Building, room 101. It is $25 a person, and you have to register. Lastly, there is a Medicare 101 class happening next Tuesday, the 25th, from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. It is free to go to and free to attend online. For more information, call 2088-832241. And as I previously said, any more information, you can go to the Moscow City website or the link in the description that should redirect you over there. Lastly, Quarter Lane. There, this Monday in the park, there is a recreation commission meeting at 5.30 p.m. at the library community room. Then on Tuesday, there is going to be a city council meeting at 6 p.m. at the library community room. Wednesday, there is a Ignite CDA meeting at 4 p.m. at the library community room. Friday, there is an urban forestry meeting at 8 p.m. at the city hall. And a great pumpkin giveaway at 8 p.m. at the front of the library community room the same day. Next Monday, there is a general uh, service slash public work committee meeting at noon at the library. Lastly, there is a child care commission meeting at City Hall next Tuesday, the 25th. For more information about what I talked about, uh, go to the Quarter Lane City website or the link in the description for any of the info that I may have messed up here. This is the end of the events. On to the news. Now for the news. I do have to admit the news is probably the funnest part of the podcast thus far for me. Um, just learning about all the fun stuff around Idaho. But let's get into it. The first story today is Ada and County and County home prices fall by 10%. This is brought to us by the Boise Dev, written by Don Day. So this is great news for anyone like myself that's kind of a local Idahoan that's trying to look for a place. This data comes from the Intermountain Multiples Listing Service. It shows that our peak home price in Ada and Canyon County was between April and May of this year. Since then, prices have been dropping. Ada had its highest price in April at 476500 now down to 426990 which is a 1.4% drop. And Canyon had its highest in May at 602250 and now is down to 540000 which is a 10.3% drop in price. The part that I thought was interesting as I was reading through the article, which I would recommend you take a look at, um, is that in January and February, houses were on the market for the longest period of time compared to in May when they sold the fastest. So you may want to kind of aim for that late um, midwinter period, try to get a deal on a house. Moving on to the next story, Albertsons announces merger with Kroger. This is also brought by the Boise Dev and a bit by KTVB7. This shocked me a little bit, but it's not fully through yet. The deal is going through review by antitrust regulators, which said there are three things that could happen with this deal. One, regulators could decide that there is no issue and let it go through. Two, they could change it or challenge it, not change it, challenge it which is obvious. And three, they could allow the deal, but on the grounds of some structural changes to the company. I don't quite understand that one, but we'll roll with it. With that said, the deal, as the deal stands right now, Kroger is aiming to merge with Albertsons for $34.10 per share, which adds up to a total of $24.6 billion for the merger. 
This does also include that Kroger would be paying off the $4.7 billion of debt that Albertsons has. Now you might be asking yourself about the name. Is Albertsons going to keep the name? Well, this is up in the air from what I've seen from my research. There, there probably may or may not be some name changes. The Boise Dev says in their article that Albertsons may end up turning uh, Albertsons into, or Kroger might turn Albertsons into a subsidiary called Spinco in the uh, Kroger brand, but that is up in the air. The transaction, the transaction is supposed to close early 2024 is what it's expected to be. The next story is the McCall Winter Carnival changes. So there's some changes they're doing there, but it won't go into effect until 2024. Um, there are two changes. One of those is that uh, it won't be like an entire week. It'll be three days on a single weekend. And the second change is that the start date will be, won't be the last weekend of January. Um, but it will be the last week of February. After hearing this, I was curious of why they were making these changes, and you might as well. It, it turns out the city took a survey in 2021 to see what locals thought about it. The result came back that 82.5% of business owners in McCall expressed their expected their business did better when the carnival was canceled for COVID. And the same survey, business owners supported shortening the carnival. For this reason, it comes... For this reason why they were wanting to do this comes down to workers. They seem to be having a hard time finding enough people that would work. I mean, willing to work through the craziness of the carnival. Because of all this, some business owners closed their business during the carnival this last year to not deal with the madness and everything. For myself, this is a little sad to see what's happening, but on the flip side, I understand what business owners are going through in that sense and stuff, and it makes sense. But hopefully, maybe in the future, when they're able to get more employees, that will be able to change. Next story is the Australian, an Australian company opens a cobalt mine here in Idaho. This comes from the Idaho Press and written by Betsy. This new, ball, new cobalt mine is located at the Salmon River close to Blackbird Mountain. Officials from the mine expect it to be at full capacity by early 2023 and producing about 2,000 tons of cobalt. This is expected to be enough cobalt annually for 400,000 EV battery packs, which cobalt is a key ingredient in. This comes on the heels of President Biden directing the Defense Department to consider necessary metals for lithium-ion batteries to be part of national security and thus that need to be acquired domestically so that the U.S. has less reliance on China's supply of these metals and parts. Also, as a side note, for all those environmental people out there, the company hat the company that owns the mine is going to contribute $150,000 yearly to help with the wildlife here in Idaho. Personally, I think this is super cool. I'm glad that we're doing this, mining this resource that's out there just available. Um, but like most of these things, uh, I think I agree in some ways with the naturalist that you got to be a little careful that you're not polluting the environment. But still, let's mine it. Let's make industry. Let's bring some money and work here to Idaho. Next one is the Eagle Mayor and City Council Recall. This comes from the Boise Dev and Margaret Carmel. On this one, I'm not going to go deep in it because this episode is my first and it's a little full, but I still wanted to cover it and take a look for it for myself. With it said, a group by the name of Eagle Citizens for Open Government filed a petition this week, the not this week, uh, the first week of October to recall the Eagle City Mayor jason pierce and four city council members with this filing it starts a seven 
75 day signature gathering process this group will need to get about 4,300 signatures from eligible voters in the city of eagle if this happens the question of the recall goes to a vote with all that said this article goes on to talk about some of the growing complaints from some of the people in eagle um have and the group and the information that they're sharing in general the eagle leadership has not addressed this at all the boise dev reached out for comment and has not gotten anything back from the mayor and two of the city council members but two of the other city council members said they had just learned of it late tuesday october 4th but they did not have any further comment next story up is the antique world mall is reopening this is by the boise dev by otter autumn robertson's for in a more uplifting sense from the last couple for those of you that don't know the theater next to the antique world mall in boise collapsed a few months back this caused the store to close temporarily but it is back up and running the antique store has been open since 1958 and is back in action with hours from 10 a.m to 6 p.m i can say from experience that this place is really cool and i highly recommend even if you're not an uh, antique person to kind of go drop in and see all the cool stuff that they have around there Last story of the day, and I will admit a fun one in my opinion. Idaho, Idaho requests Biden open rail line between Utah and Nevada. This comes from the Boise Dev and Don Day again. This is the last story here. Idaho Transportation has joined up with similar agencies in Utah and Nevada states uh, to send a letter to the federal government saying that they're interested in setting up a new passenger rail corridor. This would connect Boise, Salt Lake City, and Vegas. They just signed a letter that was sent to the Transportation Secretary, Pete Buttigieg, four weeks ago, stating this interest. In practical terms, Boise, we would be part of the proposal proposed Intermountain Corridor. They would connect us with Salt Lake, and then Salt Lake would in turn connect to Las Vegas through a different corridor. Personally, I love this idea. The key would be to not have it too much. It needs to be maybe just a little bit more expensive than driving a car, or maybe even less. Um, because you could take a plane if you wanted to to get there faster and if you wanted to get there cheaper you could take the car but then this would land in perfectly to be like well you're not going to get there super fast but you're also going to get there a lot more comfortably than a road trip and so I think this would be a really cool thing to see more of in the northwest and I think that closes us out for stories here or stories not stories news um, for the week If I missed something, got something wrong, or you're having some advice for the show, send me an email at localyokelidaho2002, all one word, at gmail.com. For now, this is just a one-man show, so I can't afford to cover everything, but thank you for your support, and I hope I can cover many more topics as the show grows. That's all for now. If you like the show, please send me an email why, and if not, send me an email anyway so I can improve. Hope you have a wonderful rest of your week. Godspeed.